You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is your Welcome America Presents Chasing the Saturdays, episode nine. <laughs> Almost there. In our ongoing mission to translate British pop culture for America, we're celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the e-reality show that follows British-Irish group <laughs> the Saturdays as they try to crack America. <laughs> this episode actually kind of does have it all. It does. Too Sur- much. Too much. Surprise pregnancy announcements. Lost voices death which is kind of sad oh okay and we'll end on that death sure i am ben i am fraser fraser light razor and this is chasing the saturdays Hashtag sats, sats on, on the, the rocks. rocks. Okay, completely Pretty good. unrelated. So my friend, Aaliyah, who lives in Montreal, we send each other voice messages. Okay, and she just sent me one this week and it ended like this. I'm just going to play it for everyone. Again, me. I am me. Sorry, what? What? No. What happened there? <laughs> Sorry, what? What? No! And <laughs> a message. It's really concerning. What yeah. happened to her? So, okay. So she sent one about five minutes later. Essentially, she was walking along the... She's staying with her mum. She was walking along in the suburbs. And someone was calling out to her, like, ran out to the street. like, excuse me? Have you lost a dog? <laughs> what? What? It was very... No! It was a very extreme version of that Trisha Paytas. Yes. You know, the, the drive-through, like, what? Huh? Huh. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so, how can you can you believe that someone getting a shouted at for a lost dog is more exciting than an entire episode <laughs> of Chasing the Saturdays? Well, this episode's not the worst. Not although, the worst. although we, you know, it's always good to open with a bang. This opens with a what's the opposite of a bang? Oh, a stretch. A whimper. <laughs> so, do you know what? We're in LA. So should we do some crazy fitness? Yeah. So we've gone to bar fitness, B-A-R-R-E. So it's just like ballet. Yeah, it's it's ballet and kind of calisthenics. I like that word. What is the most unusual fitness concept you've done in LA? Oh, um, that's a great question. I can start if you want. Yeah, please. So there was that one I went to in Santa Monica once where every, it was like circuits and every circuit it was like a station you go around to different stations but they all involved ipads and none of the ipads really worked so you'd be like working out and you get to a station and you'd have to operate an ipad but, like, but the timer's got but it's not working that was good oh no that's really good no i've never done one of those ones i mean i guess that stupid australian place is probably the oh. most themed place i've done and it's not like you did australian themed workouts but there's a lot of australian people shouting at you and a lot of australian pictures and yeah have you done that phoenix 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 effect can't even say it you've done that one no what's that it's similar but its main thing is that you do it under a giant chandelier 
<laughs> and how does that benefit you? Doesn't. <laughs> Imagine just throwing a wall ball into that chandelier. Yeah, it's like, is, is it just living at the threat of it falling down on top of you during the workout? Yeah. Is that what keeps you going? <laughs> Gotta do it quick. <laughs> so the gals are doing essentially ballet. Yeah, it's with Audra from the main bar. And main is spelt main like the like the state. Oh. And bar, obviously like a bar class. So, you know. I went to look and the main bar is still in business downtown. Well, it's because it's the main one. It does have a website link that when you click on it, it takes you through to a very concerning spam page that's written in German. Oh. So I'm a little worried about Audra and what's going on at the main bar. <laughs> a GeoCities website. Yeah, it's got, it, it had like it said something about WhatsApp, which I, I understood that word oh. in German, but it was very suspicious. I think Audra might be up to some bad things these days. So Rochelle is struggling. Who's doing well? Do you notice? I didn't. Was it Una? No. Frankie. It's it's ballet. Oh, Molly. Yeah. Posh. Of course Molly's doing well. (laughs) I named everyone. Yeah. She says she's so tired all the time. And I'm so naive that at this point I wrote, it's probably jet lag. (laughs) I'm so stupid. They really got me. I feel kind of annoyed that they got me. That's Rochelle saying that she's tired. Oh, so we do a workout. Someone's tired. There's magic in this city. Yeah, still haven't, still haven't found that magic in the city, have we, girls? I'm amazed there hasn't been. Oh my god, imagine if they went to the magic castle. Honestly, would be the most dynamic episode of this show so far. Who would be dragged up on stage at the magic castle to do a trick? Vanessa. <laughs> of course, it would be Vanessa. Vanessa's the only person that's got that aura of like. That that wild aura that would be picked for a trick. <laughs> Vanessa getting sawed so, in half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And that scene ends. Yeah, it scene ends with Rochelle saying, "This is good for sex." <laughs> okay, great. Okay. So we whoosh over to the penthouse. Uh, the gals are sitting around the table. I think they might have got a Chinese takeout or takeaway. I was trying to work that out as well. Drinking rosé, I saw a very dark rosé as well, <laughs> giving me some kind of. Sure, it's not that Rabina. <laughs> the rosé was dark, 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 dark. Blossom Hill? Blossom Hill. It's giving yeah. white Zinfandel. Yeah. But they're all sitting there having their Chinese. They've been there nearly three months, and they're just doing a bit of a toast. We've done really well. Yeah, really underwhelming toast. All right, all right, I'd like to do a toast. We've been here three months, and uh, haven't we all done well? You know, we've all gone through little things, but we're doing great. Yes. Thanks, Una. I'm Q Peter Lorraine, and Indocene Peter Lorraine. He slinks in in a nice jumper. Nice jumper. That hair yeah. is getting bigger <laughs> yeah, and is. higher. And <laughs> yeah, that, the, the longer he's in LA, the bigger his hair is getting, which mm-hmm. is odd. So he said he's spoken to their live agent and they're going to be performing at the Roxy. And we get a barefaced lie of a kind of interview with Frankie where she lists all the people that have performed. She said everyone knows about the Roxy. You know, Bob Marley's performed there. David Bowie. David Bowie. Uh, that person I don't care for. What's he called? That could be many people. Old the, the Beatles. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. Although he does have that music video with Courtney Cox. Yeah. Dancing in the Dark, where and, she does that great dance in there. And actually, I bet a Bruce Springsteen concert would be kind of great. Yeah. The boss. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to have seen David Bowie. But you know who I'd love to see at the, the Roxy? Who's that? The Saturdays. The go- they're the ones that sing Ego. Yeah. That's got that great bit in the song that goes, Oh, when it's time for you to go. <laughs> Lucky neighbors, it's past nine o'clock and we're recording. <laughs> oh, should we go rehearse? Yeah, let's whoosh into rehearsals with Eric, the vocal coach. <laughs> what are the girls holding? Not, not, not blackberries and water bottles. Oh, what are they holding? Bedazzled microphones. Oh, yeah. Serious. A real, it's a real sound check. Rochelle's in glasses. 
Rochelle's in those glasses. She's she means business. Not everyone in this scene has signed a release form. <laughs> There's definitely some blurred people in the background. <laughs> Meanwhile, the e-ticker. Just yeah. to give you an update, Lindsay Lohan is facing probation charges relating to her 2012 car yeah. crash. Pleading no contest. That's right. <laughs> no contest charge. <laughs> it's a lot going on on that e-ticker. <laughs> Vanessa is, uh, well, first of all, is wearing uh, a shirt that looks like uh, Sky. Did you notice that? It's like blue with like white clouds on it, but it also oh. had a studded shoulder detail. Mm. And I spent so long writing that note that I had to then rewind because I realized they were trying to give us a story point here. Oh, I, I got distracted <laughs> by the studded shoulder. That's very over time. Yeah. So she's basically, she's... She's having trouble hitting the high note in her big belting moment in Ego. And then she has a very strange discussion with Rochelle about Rochelle trying to take that part. And I was like, Rochelle, oh, Rochelle, you do it. Rochelle's like, oh, I don't think, she's like, I think you could probably do it better. And that's why you have the lead vocal at that part. I was like, yes, Rochelle. <laughs> no, I love Rochelle, but I have heard her live vocal. And I'm not quite sure she could <laughs> warble up and down, trill up and down those scales like Vanessa does. But then, she, you know, Vanessa makes quite a, a dark and poignant point where she says, you know, what if your voice just changes and you're in a girl band? What do you do? And I was like, what do you do? You adjust. Yeah. They've just got... take it down an octave. <laughs> You've got four <laughs> other gals to, you know, to switch around with. And... Mm, I know, but she is the she is the vocal powerhouse of that's, the Saturdays, that's isn't true, she? That's true. There's not many other sats that could put that could get away with. <laughs> oh, well, it's time for you to come back down. I'm going to sing that a lot today, by the way. Do you know what? Oh, God. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm a bit hot. I'm also thirsty. What, what would you like back at the penthouse? Well, when you're hot, you know what you've got to do to reduce your temperature. Make a cup of tea. Cup of tea. So we're going to make cups of tea, which I've written in all caps. <laughs> yeah. And I've also written here that I bet the milk in America really confuses them. Oh, yeah. They're, they're having some real issues with the different colored tops. <laughs> half and half. <laughs> half and half. Two percent. Is that... Reduced fat? No, it's semi-skimmed. Skimmed? <laughs> <laughs> well, reduced fat is semi-skimmed, right? Is it? I think so, yeah. And then no fat skimmed. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, this still is... don't understand what half and half is. <laughs> I still half don't milk, either. half cream. What does it even mean? Yeah, we're like uh, this is a real dynamic trio. This is Frankie, Rochelle, and Molly <laughs> making a cup of tea. Rochelle's painting her nails red, and they're going, they're going, talking about Una and Vanessa's birthday, and maybe they should make it a joint thing. To joint party, that's a good idea. Yeah, should we do it? As they say, should we do it somewhere nice that we don't normally go to? <laughs> Yeah. Frankie Frankie gets tries to launch into a dynamic list making and she goes we can do everything we can do everything like uh, get some some special drinks made and then she's like trails off and then I think Molly goes cake and they're like yeah cake yeah yeah and then they end on deciding to go somewhere somewhere, somewhere we nice. don't normally go somewhere nice we don't normally go I think there's quite a few options gals <laughs> we've seen you go to a, a literal handful of places yeah. and they've all been one block from your downtown apartment and I think they end up somewhere at downtown as well yeah that scene ends <laughs> sure does I think we picked out every possible detail we could from that scene. Um, to transition to the next scene, I would like a shot of someone walking across the street in some horrible shoes <laughs> that are black with white piping. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> We're going to land in Executive ER in Beverly Hills, uh. which is a confusing name for it. It's not an ER at all. It just looked yeah. like a doctor's office. And we're going to meet Dr. Leif Lunsford, MD. I was like, not bad. Not bad, Dr. Lunsford. <laughs> I'm going to wear my straw hat for the occasion. Oh, well, why shouldn't you? <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of side players in this episode. We get almost nearly in every scene there's a named person with it with their own like <laughs> caption and this one is Dr. Leif Lunsford. 
Yeah, Vanessa's in a hat, you're right. And she basically says to him, I'm just not singing as high as I normally can. My voice is cracking. And, you know, Dr. Lunsford wants to do an x-ray. Because mm, she's been singing since she was five. Yes. She says. Meanwhile, <laughs> she sees in the background. The Luna. Una. Una's sitting there. I was like, who's that? kind of bedraggled person in the background and i say that just una's always is, is always right. gorgeous but looking like uh meg threehan after she uh, got attacked by that exactly <laughs> by that dog through the fence like, what's going on <laughs> but i guess with all these scenes they probably were like well another sat has to go so they've got yeah. something to talk to yeah and she was probably like but i haven't brushed my hair and they were like get in the car yeah. <laughs> you know beverly hills to downtown not an easy drive of what time of day as well yeah, and I'm like do you do you use that freeway or do you use do you go up the other oh, way Horrible. surface street surface street surface Oof. street then i'm just gonna give you this this exchange between una and vanessa i will be playing both parts <laughs> <laughs> the doctor says he said he wants to do an x-ray because he wants to just double check for a mass vanessa what's a mass una it's it's like a tumor vanessa oh fuck off <laughs> I'm like, okay i don't think she's saying fuck off to una though no no well. she's oh, not she's like oh fuck off. off i'm not gonna have a mask yeah but i just love that little exchange so then she gets an x-ray the doctor doesn't see anything on it no mass no tumor and he thinks it might be an anxiety problem and then una says yeah i mean actually because she's great singing in the car i actually think it's psychological i'm like una the doctor just said that <laughs> also what's the What's happening in this car? Vanessa's just singing Ego. <laughs> She's trilling around her runs of Ego in the car, is she? Okay. <laughs> the Vanessa did make me laugh because she basically said, okay, so it's all in my head now. Great. Now what? <laughs> flex in my head. <laughs> it's all in my head. I'm flex with you, baby. Someone on one of the apps last night tried to ask me if I was going to go to Flex and I sat alone in bed and laughed and sang flex all in my head to myself flex. i live close to that spa what? it's on like the other side of the freeway just down oh. there yeah i get a little flex runoff on, on the apps it's quite <laughs> annoying anyway <laughs> speaking of gay saunas we're now going to go to <laughs> ten ten, which i believe is this the roof of their building i think it is oh maybe i think their building is ten ten. Oh, because i think a... i tried to look it up before okay. so i think this is they tried to make it look like they'd gone somewhere else, but I think this is their rooftop That's thing. Clever, because one location release from, from a different angle. Because also, it's like an empty. They a lot of those buildings have empty bars that you can like tend yourself if you live in the building. Oh, so great! So if we hire in the barman, yeah, and get the get the the drinks done. So who are we meeting? Which side character is going to be popping into this? Scene? Oh, I actually, I didn't make a record of this man's name. He's Brett. Brett the mixologist. Brett. I said Brett the hot mixologist. Very hot for two thousand and. 11 or whatever it is yeah i wasn't into him for the time sure you know so he makes them a drink he's so the idea here the idea here is that he's gonna mix up some cocktails for the gals to try for the surprise party (sighs) so he mixes up one that's got vodka cranberry blue curacao curacao yeah and lime juice so it's basically a a blue cosmo right yeah 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 (laughs) And then Rochelle's reaction is, oh, this is very them, not me. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like, quite concerning by what she's talking about at the end of this episode that she's drinking. But I think that happens at the beginning of a a pregnancy. Yeah. But, uh, and uh, Molly says it's like Listerine. (laughs) But then this is funny because this is a genuine, we talk about this a lot on the podcast, but this is a genuine thing where the drinks here are so strong. Mm -hmm. And also, obviously, cocktails are 
mo- meant to be those kind of cocktails are meant to be almost just alcohol with like twists of lime or like little splashes of things to make them palatable but i feel like in the uk certain places obviously do cocktails properly but i do feel like there's a there's a slight there's that kind of cocktail you would have drunk in like where the spoons that fools you into thinking cocktails are like sweet sugary delights yes very uh, like a ribena with a a vague the tiniest pipette splash of yeah, vodka in it. Exactly, exactly. Just mostly fruit juice. That like where you and because I think some people in the UK almost feel like cocktails are like, oh, they're really dangerous because you can't taste the alcohol. Whereas it's like I feel like here you're like, oh, like if I ever get like a margarita, I'm like I can only have one margarita because yes. they're so strong and the acid is like burning my chest. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we are gonna have cosmos tomorrow night, and we'll probably have more than one. Yeah, be two. Fun. Yeah, two cosmos. Two cosmos. That's the okay, good. Done. That's a good base. Yeah, <laughs> bringing them back. <laughs> so meanwhile frankie's like do you know what let me get behind there brad what Fun. is she like so she creates her own drink my big note here is she puts champagne in it mm. and then she shakes it up that's a big no-no yeah big no-no gotta add that last so she creates a green drink and the gals taste it and uh they quite like it molly says oh it's quite peachy quite peachy peachy <laughs> a peachy drink oh yeah an archer's Arches and Lemonade. I had a... uh, That Arches and Lemonade was a real gateway for me into drinking. Arches and Lemonade is so sweet. Yeah. Well, I was a child. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was having a Ribena one day and then Arches and Lemonade. Same difference. Yeah, actually... Sugar, sugar. We started on Peach Snaps. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's exactly it. In Spain, we'd be like, at, at, at the end of a meal... Oh no, the kids can have a peach snack. Yeah, have an arches, have an arches and lemonade. That's fine. But wouldn't no, wouldn't be arches and lemonade. More like you know when you're in Spain or somewhere and they bring around shots. Oh, I see, I see. So it'd be like grenadine. Okay. When you're like ten, but by the time you're twelve, peach right? Snaps. <laughs> Which is kind of wild to think about. It really, yeah, twelve year old. It's very young. <laughs> well, so a nation of drunks, I guess. Uh, Spain. All right. <laughs> this this scene is rounded out with them telling Brett. Sorry, babe, you're sacked. sacked. And he's, sacked. he's probably just like, what? <laughs> what does like, sacked what? mean? Do I get paid? <laughs> like, you're giving me a sack? So we're on the apartment rooftop another day. And uh, <laughs> Vanessa's sitting there. And Una and Ben trot up. When I say trot, Ben hobbles, hobbles up. And I- Vanessa goes, you all right, Ben? I was laughing because the scene opens with the back of Vanessa's head looking out over Los Angeles. And I said... I know the back of that head anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that lion's mane. I know that a mile off. <laughs> that fraught, that fraught hairstyle. So this dynamic scene between Vanessa, Ben, and Uno. Uno? Una. Here's Una. U- <laughs> Una's Uno. Una's Uno. Per Una. Per Una by Una. And Uno. So this continues the idea or just the visual statement that Ben is very hot in LA. <laughs> He's much more hot in LA than he is back home. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's wearing a sloppy beanie and he looks sexy. Oh, he looks great. Yeah, it's really suiting him. LA suits him. LA suits him. LA suits him. Dr. Foden, that's what he calls himself in this scene. Because he's going to help Vanessa out. Does he though? Absolutely not. I don't know. Uh, He finishes on quite a big statement, which didn't need to be said. Okay, you go for it. We'll get there. First of all, downtown is so loud that actually there was points during this scene that there was full <laughs> s- sirens and like airplanes crashing onto the building. Yeah, they're on a rooftop yeah. and yeah, and a moped apparently yeah. is going right beside them. It's just Peter Lorraine spinning it, spinning up on his moped to get his hair fluffed or something. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, basically 
she's Una thinks that Ben could help you know kind of relate to Vanessa's problem because he's recovering from an injury and injuries like the end of your sports career and all that kind of stuff so yeah he calls himself Dr. Foden and then he just kind of Vanessa talks about how she's never she's never worried about getting on stage before and he says he's kind of shocked to hear that because he thinks Fair is so strong I was like that's nice yeah but then then what he says she says he says to her well you know is it something you worry about that it's gonna make you not be a member of the band and she's like yeah he goes what would you be doing if you weren't in the Saturdays she just goes I don't know (laughs) I was like Ben (laughs) I was like lift up lift up lift up you're crashing you're crashing oh god oh no oh god oh no do you know what we're gonna do at that party (laughs) okay the three musketeers are gonna (laughs) trot down to Hanson Cakes this I mean let's talk about the next person that joins us in the scene we've just come off of uh Dr. Foden. And now we've got Patrick from Hanson Cakes is going to join us. He doesn't really do anything. I said, this is boring. Yeah, I would love a bit of that cake right now, though. Well, it depends, because the cake they cho- ended up choosing, I was so eye roll about. But something, doesn't Molly mention a marble cake? Yeah, that sounds like, nice. can I have another bit of marble cake? It's like Molly and her marble cake. But I was like, what is a marble cake? Is it just like a black and white sponge? Yeah, I think so. So it's like a chocolate and vanilla sponge? Yes. Okay. Hang on. Yeah. Oh, no. What? It's, uh, well, this is very America. It's a swirl of vanilla and fudge chocolate cake. Wow. Mm. That sounds nice. That sounds thick and sweet and kind of sickly yeah. in a good way. Wait, what cake do they choose? Red velvet. Oh. Have a real issue with red velvet. I actually don't really like cake. Oh, I love a slice of cake. I I will only... <laughs> you've laughed at me before for saying this, but the only cake... Well, there's two types of cake that I like. I like carrot cake and I like a Victoria sponge. Because I find ch- chocolate cakes and red velvet and all that stuff yeah. too, like... <gasps> Victoria sponge, yeah. Gag. I hate carrot cake. Oh, I love oh, carrot cake. I just think it sucks. Isn't it weird that I like carrot cake? Yeah, that shouldn't make sense. Really. Right. I, I Yep. The day I discovered that I liked it, I thought... This isn't right. Mm. I shouldn't like the carrot cake and I shouldn't like the cream cheese frosting. Mm. Turns out I do. What about a slice of classic birthday cake? Uh, Some fun icing on it. I'm, I, I happily live without it. Oh no, I want that. I want, a, I want that layer of jam and cream inside of a Victoria sponge. That's what I really want. It's my birthday next month. I know. Oh God. I know. I've got plans to talk to you about it. Don't worry. Oh. <laughs> it's on a Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we need some more guest stars in this episode, so we're going to go see David, the vocal coach, and Tim. <laughs> Tim on the piano. Yeah, and there was a weird a weird entry into this scene. It was the man running kind of in the rain. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> in LA, and I was like, ooh, that feels a bit too... I was like, I don't need to see that, thank Speaking you. Speaking of, it's going to pour with rain tomorrow. Oh, my God. It's like another storm tomorrow. Jesus Christ. I know. It's so boring. I know. <laughs> God, is this what it's like to live in the UK? <laughs> Honestly. Although, today it was kind of hot. <laughs> okay, so Vanessa's been having issues with her voice yes. and her throat, so she's decided to fly her vocal coach, David, over from the UK yeah. to LA. No, she hasn't. No, she hasn't. What house is that? He's yeah, in. that was England, wasn't it? You think it was a pickup in England? Oh, no, no, that house is in America. Oh, okay. But I'm like... He was already there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David Grant of David and Carrie Grant from Fame Academy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tim, Tim and the Keys. And Tim and the Keys. <laughs> Tim and the Keys. She's wearing dangly crucifix earrings. I don't know if you noticed them. Didn't notice those. <laughs> of course. David makes a very strange quote that I didn't understand. He's talking about her kind of anxiety and he said, this is the dog. Don't let the dog bite you. Don't let the dog bite you anymore. Anymore. Yeah. And I was like, huh? Yeah. 
So we do some vocal exercises. We do a sustained vowel E to A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, done. And then we get a real rough take of the of the ego line. And he, and she's very much, oh, I can't do that. And quite rightly, he's like, you haven't tried it yet. <laughs> yeah. So what's she using to sing into? A water bottle. With? Oh, I didn't notice. Sports cap. Oh, a sports cap. Yeah. <laughs> don't see them anymore, do we? We don't. I think, I wonder if, I wonder if Dave has actually brought it over from the UK. It's like a Buxton water. <laughs> he, his advice is you've got to sing it more relaxed. Yeah. Which makes sense. And she, and then she belts out the, the big, the big note and she's completely fine. Oh no, she does a different line, doesn't she? She does like one of the lines leading into the big note. Mm. He said, you've got to approach singing like a vocal athlete. Sure. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was distracted on the wall in the background. There's one of those clocks that's like, I've described it as like a, a concave dome shape. You know, I'm going to do the image on the, on okay. the wall. It's kind of like gray plastic. Okay. And it's kind of like that. Convex. Convex. Is that what it's yeah. called? Oh, yeah. Concave is the other way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, almost like kind of a half bubble. Yeah. <laughs> kind of shit half bubble. Yeah. There's just that. I don't like clocks in a house. I'll be honest with you. It's really not something I've ever had. Do I have a clock in my house? Oh, do you know what I'd love? Tell me. A giant swatch. Oh, wall. that would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Maybe I could do that for my office. Mm, that's a good, good idea. Great. With all that money I don't have. Cool, 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 Can cool. I just talk to you about real life just for one second? Yeah. You know how everything keeps falling out of the walls in this apartment? Yes. Today I went into my bedroom and my curtain pole has just, like one half of it has just come out of the wall. And it's not like... How? It's not broken. It's literally like where it's drilled into the wall. It's like just crumbled away. Oh. <sighs> Stuff like that is so annoying. It's, do you know, it's just, it's... To solve it is actually, I'm actually genuinely going to have to like patch it and then re-drill holes into it and re-drill the thing in it when it's been patched so there's something solid for it to be anchored in again. Yeah. There's literally nothing else I can do. It's making me fucking furious because if it falls down properly, luckily it's just like this. Yeah. If it falls down and I have no curtains, I'm going to like burn this building to the ground. Anyway. Shall we go to the Thompson Hotel? Please. Now where is the Thompson Hotel? I don't know, but have you got something yellow to wear? Is everyone wearing yellow? <laughs> Two of them are. <laughs> Thompson Hotel... Oh. Is it downtown? No, it's in Hollywood. Oof. Mm, I don't think this is the same one. Oh, no, I think it is the same one. Do you know what? It's run by Hyatt. (laughs) Well, do you know what? They did stick to their promise of going somewhere they've never gone before, and it wasn't downtown, so egg on my face, I guess. There you go. Egg like the yellow of uh, Frankie and Rochelle's outfits. (laughs) They look great, actually. Frankie was in a really fun yellow yellow dress. Now, this is a weird... it, It starts off weird... You just we open up and Frankie's just shaking a cocktail shaker in this yellow dress, and Molly goes, "What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing?" And she's like, "I'm making a drink." And she's like, "Go!" <laughs> and I didn't understand where we were or what was happening. And just, she's like, "What are you doing?" And Molly says in her interview, "It's a mad dash to get everything finished before Una and Vanessa arrive." I was like, "Okay." To get everything finished, yeah, it's what, like to, to hang that one stringed happy birthday side. To get that cake delivered, yeah, to put that cake <laughs> on the table and open the box and not even move the box from underneath it and just have the open box with the cake in it, which is what they did. Uh, <laughs> how, where are they going to hide? <laughs> just like behind their hands. <laughs> they all like put their hands up to their faces. <laughs> Molly's in a, a lovely sparkle frock. I noted. 
and uh, the girls arrive and Una looks like a gorgeous Irish, a little Irish kind of minx. Oh, I've She's wearing green Irish sequins. I've written Una's a mermaid. Yeah, or a sexy leprechaun. Yeah, she looks amazing. Yeah, she looks like hot. And Vanessa's in like a black dress and she's got her hair up and her hair looks really good. I'm just going to note that because I'm always criticizing it. And you know what? Surprise! It's Adam, the management coordinator, wishing you happy birthday. <laughs> Una genuinely looked shocked, which was strange. <laughs> Vanessa's face was unmoved. She was unwavered by this moment, but Una was like, <laughs> I think, yeah, maybe she was so shocked that she'd had to party the night away with Adam from management coordination. <laughs> and then, yeah, they announced they got a fucking red velvet cake. Oh. Of course, those girls. I'm I'm surprised it wasn't a cake made of cupcakes. Those girls seem like real <laughs> cupcake girls, don't they? I love a cupcake. Cake pops. A cake pop? No. <sighs> you had a cake pop the other week. I didn't buy it. You had it. <laughs> I ate it though, of course. Yeah. Cake pop would just never be big enough for me. <laughs> Can I tell you on Sunday after you left and you gave me you left me those three Cadbury's chocolate bars? Did you eat them all? I ate all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's then, drinking what oh, looks yeah. like pond water. Yes, it's kind of pond scum. It actually looked like the cocktail that Frankie made. Yes, so I'm not sure she just kept it going. <laughs> she ordered Brett, the bartender, to make her drink. Someone's got a champagne flute, I think. And then they kind of like act like we're going to get the party started. And I was like, oh, we're going to see some like maybe some dancing. We're going to see the girls having some fun. And then the scene ended. Huh. What happened that night? Like. Is there nothing they could give us? I can think of some fat that could have been trimmed from any other part of this episode that would have been fun to see, like a fun night at the Thompson. Yeah. That make I want to see the rushes. Anyone at anyone at E. Slip them over yeah, to us. Yeah, you've got you've got a digital file of the uh, the rushes of that party. <laughs> Send them on a wee transfer to me. <laughs> I don't think it could beat though when they went to um I was about to say Waikiki. What am I trying to say? Oh, yeah, that empty bar where there was, like, four people in the corner and they had to oh, no. work around them. That was fun, but um, not not the New York in in Saturdays 24-7. What am I trying to say? Mahiki. Mahiki. <laughs> and they had that big wild night. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was fun. <laughs> there was actual people there. Yeah. And music playing. Right, next day. Do you know what? No one locks their doors in this apartment building. <laughs> Frankie stomps in to the apartment and she has some bad news. Her granddad died yesterday. Yeah. And this is actually a very sweet moment. Um they kind of, Peter's there and they all kind of rally around her and basically say, when's the funeral? And she's like, it's the day of the show. And they're all like, you're going home. It's fine. Peter's like, we're going to book you a flight. Everything's fine. And she kind of just goes, okay. Peter's like, we can handle it. And I was thinking, will Peter do Frankie's parts? <laughs> and then, and then I thought. Well, that's what he's growing his hair out for. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to dance rehearsals with Craig at the very fake sounding International Dance Academy Hollywood. This starts... <laughs> the rehearsal starts with Craig going, let's dance. And then they all kind of go, oh yeah, good idea. Like, what else are we going to do there? International Dance Academy Hollywood. I don't believe this is a place for real. International Dance Academy Hollywood, the I- Ida. Because we looked up a dance place on some other show we talked about and it was in like a strip mall, remember? Oh yeah. Should I look up International Dance Academy Hollywood? I mean, it's in Hollywood, but where is it? Like Hollywood Boulevard? North Hollywood. <laughs> Ida. Ida Hollywood. There you go. Yeah. Whereabouts in North Hollywood? It is on <laughs> Sherman Way. Okay. No one's into this dance rehearsal. No. And it's just, they ha- they're saying uh, they have to rejig everything around without Frankie. And then we get some amazing plodding choreo to Notorious. 
bum, bada, bum, bada, bum, bada, bum, and the girls are just, it's all just them doing like a toy soldier march next to each other. And they basically, all the choreo is just them crossing over in a walk. Ding, did he walk, did he walk, did he walk? And at this point, I finally understood the hints they were dropping with Rochelle. Well, do you know what? <laughs> She's just been constantly, like, tired and sick and emotional. Just, like, constantly, quite a lot, day after day. <laughs> oh. I can't believe I didn't pick up what she was putting down until that exact moment. I was like, oh. Do you think she got pregnant in London or New York? I think Martin. New York. Yeah, I think New yeah. York. It's one of those. The way the... he was on. The... Well, we saw them. Yeah. Remember, in that bed. Exactly. One of those girls should have been called New York. One of the babes. Yeah, one, one of the, the babies. babies. They're not. Yeah. The Peninsula Hotel. <laughs> baby, baby Peninsula. <laughs> Little baby Peninsula. <laughs> okay. What? Oh, so, so next is sort of, I didn't even name this scene. Yeah. So they, the girls get papped arriving at the Roxy. and With some fake camera shutter sounds. Yeah. And then Una made me laugh so much here. She said, she's like, today's the big day of the show at the Roxy. So we've arrived early to check the place out. I was like, uh, Okay. <laughs> And then it just pl- crashes into the scene where she's talking to someone called Ross, the Roxy production manager. And she just goes, Ross, Ross, this is our first headline show in the US. And he's like, oh, <laughs> see, again, another side character, Ross from the Roxy. We've got a lot of Birkin bags in this scene. They've brought them all. Yeah. And there's this kind of a close up of Vanessa sitting down in the most wild makeup I've ever seen, looking very stressed. I just wrote like here. straw like hair. Whoa, Vanessa, <laughs> Vanessa's smoky eyes. We, we see this huge line outside and then obviously next kind of shot is the crowd all inside and they're using this really fun instrumental of Notorious over the top of it. It's all just like... But it's kind of like right, like getting like more and more like urgent. I was like, I need this instrumental in my life. I just wrote here, I'd love to see the sashes at the Roxy. Yeah. Una's worried about Vanessa. Mm. Why, do I, why does my next note just say ego? Fuck it. No, that's that's what they performed. Yeah, but why does it say fuck it? I don't know. <laughs> I like I like to I'd like to see the e entertainment email that went around to all the staff to force them to go to this gig. Yeah. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> someone someone says that. Like, I don't know who. And Vanessa opens the song and she's she sounds good, but she looks quite nervous and she's playing with her earpiece and her hair. Like there's this I was a bit like. Ooh. And I just wrote I love ego. It's a great song. I wrote, the Eagle choreo is still awful and jolty. Yeah. And at one point they do like a Macarena move, which I'd never noticed <laughs> before. Yeah. Molly's on some shaky vocal ground <laughs> in her featured moment, but you know, we love her. They're singing Eagle and I'm surprised someone didn't shout, this one goes out to Frankie's granddad. <laughs> uh, Vanessa's, at one point they were all doing the choreo and Vanessa's not doing it. And I wasn't sure if that's because she's meant to be taking lead vocals so they don't make her do the choreo or whether she'd forgotten them. Because there was, there was a moment, yeah, the girls were all, they were at the mic stands and they were all doing some like arm choreo. Mm-hmm. She was just singing. Oh. I think they were all, like leaning to one side and she was just singing. But Maybe I... she was thrown by the lack of uh, Frankie. Yeah, she was just like, oh. Uh. <laughs> and then the performance ends by the girls, with the girls getting shot with confetti. <laughs> like shot with pyrotechnic confetti. They're going to go, oh. And it's kind of delayed, isn't it? Like their song finishes. Ego. Yeah, and I was like, oh, no, it should end, like, right at the end of the last word. But the most important part of this scene is that Vanessa hits the high note. Oh, sorry, I'd gone, even gone past she that. She wobbles up to it, <laughs> but she hits the high note, so she's very happy. And there's a really good shot of uh, Molly, and she just looks over and... I mean, this is a visual thing, but she looks over and just does this. <laughs> Gives her, like, a little, like, you got it. You got it, Ness. You look. got it, friend. 
then there was a very confusing end to this scene. Peter came over and hugs Vanessa. And then we see the girls outside with some real ragtag fans, like them all saying that they love the show. Then there's this woman on the street that, <laughs> who's, who's saying goodbye to her? Is it Vanessa? She's saying goodbye to Molly. To Molly. And she goes, bye, babe. Bye, babe. I was like, who's this woman? Yeah. I felt like she was like an E exec that, a British British person that works at E that like they've been in contact with. She's their like key contact at, yeah. at E. So she's like, I'll come and see you. Bye, babe. Bye, babe. Good show at the Roxy. <laughs> so. Yeah, we, some insanely wild R&B music, <laughs> library music is, <laughs> whooshes us back to Sat's downtown penthouse and Peter Lorraine's just gazing out over, <laughs> over Los Angeles contemplating the success of the night at the Roxy. He's also got with him a very heavy Apple laptop. Very thick MacBook. Very thick. That's getting going to get warm in his lap, yeah. isn't it? And it's got that cable that, like, it's kind of wobbly to stick in with a magnetic <laughs> that thing. That magnetic cable. That, that leads to that box, that, the little charger box thing that's also going to get very, very yeah. hot. And that's going to get very frayed, that magnetic cable. Yeah. Because it's so heavy. <laughs> so Rochelle has got something to tell Peter. She says... You know, I think I might have to go home and I have to spend See, some time with Marvin, Marvin and my family because I think I'm pregnant. What's his reaction? He goes, oh, oh, oh okay. Uh, to be continued. It's like, look alive, Peter. It's also, a good thing. Also, I think I'm pregnant. What? Yeah. Could we get a clarification on that, <laughs> yeah. please, Rochelle? You want to just... Go to proper test. It also looks like she goes to a doctor's office to do a test in the next episode rather than a home one. But I don't want to speak too soon. Maybe she does a home one and then gets it confirmed at the doctor's. Well, that's what I was assuming. Yeah. She's done a home one. Yeah. But she hasn't the confirmation of the right, doctor's. Right, right, right. Yeah, the next time there's a, a shot of, of her at the doctor's <laughs> office and the doctor's like... I've got the results of your pregnancy test. <laughs> and, then what, and then what was that bit that we laughed at? Because you watched that last Peter, bit here. Peter Lorraine's saying to the girls, has anyone heard from Rochelle? And I'll go, no. <laughs> That's going to be our big season finale. Yeah. Where's Rochelle? She was at the doctor's. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like they're finally doing some actual proper promo. Yeah. They're doing like the Tonight Show or one of them or they something. They said the Tonight Show and the Today Show. Yeah. They're doing today and tonight. One day. <laughs> And so we should try and find the clips of them on that show as well yes. and watch that yeah definitely and they're recording a song with uh, Rodney Darkchild Jerkins oh yeah I think I know which song that is it's Least the My Love Least My Love I don't awful song you can lease my love it's really bad yeah lease you can rent my love yeah you can't rent my love what <laughs> that's it so hashtag of the episode didn't even come up with one shit red velvet Hashtag Red Velvet. <laughs> Hashtag Red Velvet the Roxy. So we're going to rate this episode also out of five. And based on the gentleman rating system, which is taking men from the rap of the song Gentleman by the Saturdays, yeah. we're going to give them five somethings out of something. So how many George Clooney's out of five do you give this episode? Three and a half. I'm actually going to give this one four George Clooney's out oh. of five. Because I think that there was actual real things happening in this episode way more than normal yeah they jammed a lot in. yeah we got like a real death a real pregnancy and a real performance and actually what i think might be a genuine performance anxiety issue that was like four real things and then just you know a lot of bullshit around it like this girl's making a cup of tea and buying a cake (laughs) (laughs) i mean could what better way could you sum up this show than the girls making a cup of tea and then buying some cake? Yeah. That is literally what we've been watching for nine fucking weeks. 
Um, Thank God we're released from this hell next week. Oh, one more episode. Thank you for listening. You get this every week and you get your Welcome America every other week. Please rate and review us. Drop us some feedback on Instagram. Did you you see someone commented on the last episode that we were doing the Lord's work? (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember who it was, but they were like, really doing the Lord's work there. Uh, (laughs) uh, You're welcome. Bye. You are right up May Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.